The Sixers get handled by the Bucks in Milwaukee, now getting ready to play the Boston Celtics. But the real question is, can they hang with either of these teams in the playoffs? We'll break all of that down here on Philly Take with RB. Perfect. What is going on, everyone? RB here. Welcome into the show. Like always, hit the like button if you enjoy this content. Be sure to subscribe and hit that bell down below. That way you don't miss any of the coverage. We're live every game on YouTube and Playback TV. So be sure to tune in, hang out, and watch the games with the community. Last night, we saw the Philadelphia 76ers go into Milwaukee and get manhandled by Giannis and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton and the rest of the squad. Not really encouraging and it was a tough one, man. It definitely was a tough one. Uh, before we get into it here, though, I do want to say shout out to Steph Curry. Another comment today from an NBA player. Oh, by the way, one of the greatest shooters ever, maybe the greatest shooter, who is now also vouching for Joel Embiid to win the MVP award. Steph Curry says Joel Embiid is his pick for MVP per Chris Haynes. Had to start it off on a light note. Had to start it off on something positive today. Because we're about to get into the truth, ladies and gentlemen. And I want to ask a question to Sixer Nation out there, to everybody tuning in. Is the Philadelphia 76ers roster right now, currently constructed, good enough to beat a Boston or a Milwaukee going into, say, the second round of the playoffs? Let me know your thoughts on that down below. Now, let's get a quick look at the playoff picture, right? Four games to go now for the Philadelphia 76ers. This is where they're at. A statement game against Boston tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. A statement game. If the Sixers go out tomorrow night, and I know this game doesn't matter for anything in essence, right, in the high arching perspective, but you know what? Sixers got embarrassed last night. They need to go out and prove to everybody that they can hang with one of these teams. They are 0-3 on the year against Boston. Now, they were 2-2 in the season series against Milwaukee, and yes, it was a bad loss last night, but it was even throughout the year. However, the Boston Celtics currently have the Sixers number this year. If the Sixers really want to make some noise and get some respect, they need to go out and handle them tomorrow night at 8 p.m. on TNT. Here are the NBA standings with just four games to go. The Sixers trailing Boston by three games, and they are in the lead over Cleveland for the third seed by two and a half. What does this mean? It means the Philadelphia 76ers are going to play likely the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. Now, that, that's great news. Everybody should be celebrating. They should be patting themselves on the back. Yippee, let's throw a party. Because let me tell you something right now. The Sixers will probably handle the Nets in four or five games. If I had to predict it, I would probably say five, just because I think there will be a Michael Bridges 50-point game with the way he's playing right now, especially against the Sixers. But I think the Sixers will handle the Brooklyn Nets in five games, and then they'll get to the second round. But really, the reality right now is, the Sixers are going to have to play either Boston or Milwaukee, likely Boston, in that second round. And I said this about a week ago, but if the Sixers go out and they lose to the Boston Celtics again in the playoffs, it'll kind of feel like the final straw. You know, it'll kind of feel like that final point, like, okay, everything built up. You drafted these guys. You did this all throughout the years. And here we are in 2023 just to lose again to the Boston Celtics. No, you have to get over the hump. and. Based on what we saw last night, uh, the Sixers, are, you know, are they capable of doing that? Now, I will say it is not completely out of the question. I still believe that this is the best Sixers roster around Joel Embiid since he was drafted. 
And I do believe when this team is playing at their best, they can hang and they can beat anybody. I think this is going to be a very wide open NBA playoffs. And I do believe the Sixers have a chance, but some things have to go right. And I'm going to, you know, name off three things right here. I guess my biggest question marks or my biggest things that, okay, these need to go right for the Sixers to have playoff success. Number one, and a lot of these were not present last night. Number one, is James Harden going to be healthy 100% going into the playoffs? It has been back and forth. Last game against Toronto, Harden looked great. He led a big fourth quarter, and he looked like himself. Last night in Milwaukee, where was he at? Where, like, what happened to James Harden? And, you know, Doc Rivers said before that Toronto game two games ago that he doesn't really know if Harden's going to be healthy and that his injury could flare up at any time. And that is not, you know, is not what you want to hear. It's not very suitable to a team that wants to have playoff success, having their second co-star say, you know, who knows what his availability is going to be and, and who knows how effective he's going to be. I've been saying this for weeks. If James Harden and Joel Embiid are healthy and at the top of their game, they can hang with anybody. But if they are injured, if they're going through things, if Harden looks somewhat like he did last year in the playoffs, this team really is not going to go anywhere. That's number one. James Harden last night, I mean, he had, what, 11 points on nine attempts. Why do he only take nine shot attempts? Where was the aggression? Tyrese Maxey had 29. Joel Embiid, even though Embiid was not efficient last night, he still had 28 points, nine and five. It seemed like Harden didn't really want the rock last night, and that was concerning to see. You know, uh, Tobias and, and Tucker are, are just going to be, you know, eh at this point. That's what they're going to be. They're just going to be there. They're going to be there. They're going to try to give you some. I said if they can give you a couple threes, that would help. Maybe if you could rebound and not have three rebounds as, as the four, you know, maybe that would help. Maybe if Tucker could show up and, and bring that dog, that's why the Sixers signed him here, right? They didn't show it last night against a really good team. And, you know, I mean, they did last time when they snapped the Bucks' win streak, but last night it was not there. And this is the final game against this team going into the playoffs, so you want to see that. Uh, but, yeah, number one is James Harden has to be healthy. The second thing is Doc Rivers cannot make these clueless decisions going into the playoffs. And you know the main one. It's the Paul Reed thing. He was benched last night with 10.45 in the fourth quarter. He was the only guy in that was defending, that was able to stop Giannis in his way and was able to get some rebounds. Doc Rivers benched him for P.J. Tucker with 10.45 to go, which essentially to me, and if you were in the show, you saw this. Like I, I was done with the game at that point. You essentially conceded the game by giving Giannis, what, like 10 free points in a row after taking Paul Reed out? You cannot have these type of question marks going into the playoffs. You have to have your rotation down concrete. You have to know what you're trying to do, and you have to execute that game plan. And right now, Doc Rivers is still making some of these questionable decisions, and it's not positive. You know, it's not encouraging for Sixer Nation, uh, who has seen this team play at their peak this year. And, you know, now you have to kind of take a step back due to some of these decisions. And the last thing is the bench. And this kind of leads me, you know, into that conversation. Who is your bench rotation going to be? Let me know down below. Who are you confident in right now as the Sixers couple pieces off the bench going into the playoffs? Because last night in a big game, once again, they disappeared. Daniel House had 10 points. It was garbage time, essentially. I mean, you know, Niang, McDaniels, 31 combined minutes, didn't do anything. McDaniels looks like he's still nursing that injury. Daniel House is in one game out the next. Paul Reed, even though he's been electrifying, still can't get consistent minutes, and he gets yanked when he does something wrong. Shake has been kind of whittled out of the rotation, and, you know, Melton's been up and down. Melton has trouble hitting transition layups, so... Right now, who are you confident in? This has been an issue for years. It seemed like the Sixers had a more 
complete bench this year. Not obviously not the best, but still a lot more complete. And now they're showing some flaws, you know, a week or two before the playoffs. And it sucks because the Sixers went on that great win streak. And now it, it, it's kind of faltering a little bit. And, you know, it feels like Embiid's kind of gassed, you know, here at the end of the season. It feels like the Sixers are kind of limping in a little bit. They need to get that fire back and get that uh, win streak mojo back if they want to keep on doing things here going forward. Now, I put out a, a poll last night, or I'm sorry, today. How concerned are you about the Sixers after that loss last night? And here on Twitter, 700 votes, uh, 45% say a little concern, 27% say very concerned, and 28% say not concerned. And then it was very similar here on YouTube, 2,000 votes, 44% say a little bit, 30% say very, and 25% uh, say not concerned. So it seems to be all over the spectrum. I think where the Sixers are at is, you know, they're going to end up playing Boston or Milwaukee. Can they get over these teams? I think... They can if everything goes right. The things I talked about and more, right? If Joel's playing at his peak game, if Tyrese Maxey can step up and be an X Factor, really, what's going to happen with Tobias and PJ? Tobias has not been the same since he made those comments earlier this year. And I think one of the things that really gets to me right now is that the Sixers brought in some of these players to bring that type of mentality in these big games, right? That dog, that fire. And it just hasn't been apparent at some points. Now, when they're on the win streak, when everything's clicking and it's going right, the Sixers look like they can't be stopped by anybody. And there's not many teams that have gone on multiple eight-game win streaks this season. And, you know, now it's like you you show up yesterday in this game. P.J. Tucker was a traffic cone. Like, he couldn't stop anybody. He didn't have that energy. He looked old and sluggish. Which version are you going to get of these guys? Because last year, one of the main issues was they didn't have mental toughness. This was said on record. This was literally why the Sixers got P.J. Tucker. Joel Embiid, after that playoff series, said, we need a guy like P.J. Tucker. Daryl Morey went out and got him. Now, last night, there are a couple concerning comments from Tobias Harris. Here's number one. He says, quote, I think the biggest thing is that in the midst of it all, we still got to be mentally strong to win the game. And then he followed it up by saying, I can guarantee you saw a team that looked a little defeated out there from time to time in the game. That can't be us as the playoffs get ready to start. This should not be an issue to the point where we are at with this team, how far they've gotten over the last several years, trying to get over that second round hump. This can't be an issue going into the playoffs. You can't go out there and lay a stinker against Milwaukee or Boston in a series because guess what? That could mean everything. A series with one of those teams is most likely going to six or seven, and you have to be perfect. You have to execute. You can't have to worry about who's going to get benched early in the fourth quarter or who's going to come out and, and play lazy. You know, I'm just going to say it, lazy. That was my most frustrating thing about last night. It's not that the Sixers lost or that the Bucks were shooting 80% in the first quarter. It's that the Sixers came out and they didn't have defensive intensity. They didn't look like they wanted it. Why? Why don't you show up for these big games? Like, where is that mentality at? You have to make a statement. And this is why I said to begin this, tomorrow night is a statement game against the Boston Celtics. If the Sixers get smacked by the Celtics tomorrow night, nobody will believe in them at all whatsoever. Give me your thoughts, though, down below. Can the Sixers hang with the Bucs or Celtics, or is it the same old story? Give me your thoughts. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe. And with that being said, I will catch you all on the next one. Peace.